Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How do you do this? This is Comic Cast on PodcastArena.com. Here's your geeks, John Lee and Michael Carroll. Oh, hello there, Internet. Welcome to issue 440 of Comic Cast. Today we're talking a lot of things, comic con related news and comic palooza and a special anniversary and all sorts of fun things uh but first before we get to that i'm michael carroll alongside jong lee yeah hello and jennifer chang hey there was gonna be another and because there was gonna be another person uh somebody by the name of uh, david ramon but like <laughs> I don't know where he is. <laughs> so so um, you can follow us on social media. I'm at producer Mike975. I'm at one punch. And I'm at that Jen Chang. And you can rate, review, share, subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, review us five stars. That'd be cool. I appreciate it. And uh, you can also, I haven't talked about this in a while. You can email us comiccastpod at gmail.com. That's C O M I C A S T pod at gmail.com. So let me lay this out for, for folks listening. We're recording this portion of the podcast Saturday morning before the big panels of DC and Marvel studios. Uh, so through the magic of editing, we'll get to all that later on in this podcast. But first we're going to talk about our experience last weekend at our own local comic con event, comic Palooza. Uh, last week we had the opportunity to podcast, moderate some panels, and I just wanted to gather everybody the, well, everybody, but we're just getting most everybody uh, to talk about <laughs> to talk about our third year being at Comic Palooza and what we we thought of the of the festivities this year, uh, because this has been I think this year of Comic Palooza was the closest we've gotten to pre COVID Comic Palooza. Uh, they had way more like events and panels and whatnot. There were still cancellations and things. Sadly, Anthony Starr was unable to attend along with some other folks. Um, but still, I, I mean, I, I think it was a, a good comic palooza. Jong, I'll start with you. What did you think? Um, obviously, I didn't go uh, 
to most of the events like you guys did. Uh, but uh, my time on the uh, panel was pretty good. I mean, I liked it. Um, we had, um, I think, what, last year we had a, a really good crowd just because of uh, – what time we were situated but you know like i think uh i think it, uh, the the people that were there were really awesome and they had a lot of uh uh some of them were fans of um uh, moon knight some of them were not um but uh <laughs> yeah. regardless uh i think uh they thoroughly enjoyed their time um with us there and uh i enjoyed our time uh there too so it's it was fun man like i uh i really enjoy uh, doing um, the comic uh, comic palooza or the, the podcast portion of uh, of the panel, and hopefully soon in the near future, I'm able to do uh, see more at comic palooza. But I know you guys did a lot, so it's uh, it's uh, so I'll let you guys handle the majority of that portion. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer, what did you think of comic palooza? Um, I had a good time. Like, I think. The, so like the last time, this is like maybe my second or third time at Comic Palooza, but this is definitely my first time like going as like a moderator slash panelist. The first time I went, I think was the very first year that they did it. Um, so it was like a new thing. Um, and I just went like as a fan, but that was a long time ago um, or it feels like a long time ago. Um, but I had a good time. I think both like I didn't go Friday, um, but both days, Saturday and Sunday, I think I was there like as soon as it opened and then like closed the place out both days. Um, I think I did more of like fan stuff on Sunday than I did on Saturday, but I definitely like, it, it was well worth it. I had a good time. Yeah, it was, it was fun. And, and kind of going off of what you were saying, John, about the podcast, like I liked the setup this year with the stage and how it was like looking out the way it was set up. I, I enjoyed that, how they did that this year and, and the event itself like Jennifer, I was there both Saturday and Sunday, pretty much when it opened till almost when it closed both days. And it was, I mean, it was really cool. Like I said, it's, it's the closest it's been to getting back to what it was before COVID. Um, there was just, it felt like a lot of people on both days. The panels were fun. I mean, it was, it was such, such a great time. And then obviously this year was probably for comic cast in general, our busiest schedule wise. We had four different panels, one of which was our podcast, but then we got to moderate two panels, one with Harley Quinn writer, Stephanie Phillips, which that podcast is out. If you haven't listened to it, you should check it out. Cause we had a Jennifer and I had a great conversation with her. David and I got to moderate a panel with artist rags Morales, which that was great. I didn't get, approval on recording that one so that one that audio is not existing you had to be there <laughs> you had to be there uh but he teased it and a project that he's working on with jim starlin that was really interesting and that i think we'll get more info later this year and then jennifer and i did a panel on sunday with other podcasters uh movie gap <laughs> comic cave and uh just alex which was very interesting i will say <laughs> It was a, it was a, it was, it was an it was interesting not, experience. It was not what we were expecting. No, no it was, out. <laughs> yeah, the video's out. So if you want to go check it out, it's on uh, just Alex's podcast page. If you want to check out that, that panel. Yeah, it's on YouTube, the full panel. Uh, all I say is go to 4411 of that panel <laughs> and just, you know, look at my face. That's all I'm saying. Zoom in, That's all zoom, saying. in. zoom in, zoom and enhance. 
Um, that was an interesting state of the MCU panel, but it was like, like to have that opportunity, I think was just so much fun because obviously 2020, we just did our podcast or 2021. We just did our podcast and that was it. And then 2019, we did our podcast and there was two panels that I was able to, I say moderate, but the first one, nobody showed up. So me and the guy were like, you want to just go? Like, yeah, let's go. Okay. <laughs> and the other one, me and it was Bob Layton, the creator of Iron Man. It was me and him in the room. And then like two people showed up. And then, so then it was just like us sitting with the two people that were in the room and just talking. And then it ended up slowly more people showed up, but then it ended up being just him telling stories in the, within the, like it was never a moderating panel. So this was like the first time where it was an actual like, moderating experience like now i have full-on moderating experience but to be able to i said it in my uh, my post but to be able to do that with with jennifer and with david and then you know doing the panel on sunday with you jennifer i mean that was like i think the most rewarding part of everything and then of course all four of us being on the podcast stage together you know like just sharing these moments with all of you guys was such a blast to me. Like I, I, I like that. And I hope like next year, like Jong, you and I can do a panel or something, you know, I just hope that we can continue to grow and be involved in, in, in sort of thing and sort of things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was very was sentimental. Fun. Nice, Michael. Oh, you're welcome. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> well, it, well, I will say it, it like, it just got me, it hit me in the feels like just seeing some of the pictures and stuff. And then too, like I mentioned, we, we're celebrating a special anniversary because we're recording this on July 23rd, but tomorrow, July 24th is our five-year podcast anniversary. So it like really hit me in the sentimental feels of like, <laughs> wow, where, where have we come from 2017, Jong, you walking into the studio I was working in and being like, hey, you want to start a podcast? Look okay. And look at you now. I know. Look at us now. We're moderating, talking. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to see the the journey of that. And I, I got, I was in the feels this week, I will say. God, I, I, I just think back to the first or one of the, like the first like couple episodes of the podcast. It was terrible, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying we're world beaters now, but my God, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what a shock. We were, we were not great, uh, but like, yeah, it's just, it's wild to see that. And then of course, Jennifer, you being involved in the podcast over the years. I forget when your first podcast was. Yeah, I tried us. to look back at like all of my emails and stuff that you sent me, like for like the show notes. And I'm like, when was my very first one? Because I was like trying to count how many I've been in so far. Mm-hmm. I but think... before like episode four forty, like I feel like it was oh that, that number was a lot lower when I when I first came on. <laughs> I think I think it was around the time I think it was 2018 because Jong, you had your honeymoon in 2018, I believe. Yeah. Right? Am I remembering uh, yes. that? When did the first uh, Deadpool movie come out? 2018, May yeah, 2018. I think, that, I think that was the first time you asked me to hop on was when that movie came out and to do a recap mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. See, it was like around that time. Yeah, 2018, because like, obviously, Jong, you were busy with weddings and stuff like that. With mm-hmm. Weddings. Wedding. Well, the one. <laughs> weddings. The one wedding. Yeah, weddings. All the weddings. Uh, and then you were out for an extended amount of time. So I remember going through and getting like different 
people to co-host the podcast with. And yeah, I mm-hmm. think Jennifer, you were one of the first people um, that I contacted about doing the podcast. And yeah, it's been such a blast. I mean, from our, I don't know, all the different reviews and, and, you know, I think early on we were very much like Game of Thrones focused. Like some, some of those are still some of our most listened to podcasts. And then obviously we've, we've changed and grown over the years. Yeah. And I think it was, um, uh, early on, I think it was also Infinity War, wasn't it? Or close to it? Yeah, it was close to it. Cause we were talking about, I remember one of our first episodes was about the Black Order being introduced mm-hmm. in Infinity War. Uh, because I remember researching about the Black Order <laughs> beforehand so I could say all the nerd things about yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, um, I don't think that works very well in the podcast uh, medium. Um, I think we do it better now where we just like, I I think the way we've evolved where we don't focus so much on the nitpicky uh, details of like, like what happens in the comics. I I think we, I think we like go over it very quickly or like very um, briefly. We don't harp too much on it. And I think that, that black order thing. I think I sat there and went over exact detail of every single one of those members of the black order and how they could be different in the, or how they could show up in the MCU and blah, blah, blah. And I think that was the entire podcast. I was just like, my God, this, and I remember like a uh, like maybe a year in, I was like, man, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. But yeah, we've, we've so slowly morphed. Uh, over the years and any sp- particular highlights for you guys uh, Jennifer I'll start with you any particular highlights from the first few years of the podcast I, oh, I know I know Jennifer's it's uh, talking about Chris Evans yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was actually gonna say that I think there was like one question John where you asked me like which Chris was it um was it uh, fuck Mary kill that one I think so maybe yeah, oh, yeah. Like, you could maybe do all the three Chris's and I was like really <laughs> <laughs> that was a really hard question. I had to think about it for a second. Episode two hundred, yeah. We when we did our <laughs> what if? How did you just know that? I because that's still like one of my favorite podcasts that we've ever done because we had no plan. It was just asking each other what if questions, random questions, yeah, and just laughing, just laughing so much about how ridiculous we got because it was also all four of us. Uh, I think Jong. And David were in the studio, and then you were over like I was in LA. The, yeah, you were in, still in LA at the time, so it was like just the four of us talking and just doing the dumbest thing. Because I remember one of the questions was like, "What if you do something with the Infinity Gauntlet?" And I was like, "Oh, I would snap and get my feeling back in my face." And I was like, "Oh, wait a minute, that would wipe out my arm." So I just I still lose part of my body. I like but it didn't you, help whatsoever. I think my answer was I would turn every man into Chris Evans. <laughs> I think that was my answer. That's a that's a good answer. I, I respect right, that. Exactly. I respect that. Jong, any highlights for for you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jennifer. What were you going to no, say? No, I was going to say like the other episode that I remember was one like we did. We talked. I think it was like you had asked me to do like the top our top ten superhero movies. Oh like, yeah, because we spent like, like an decade. hour on just like the top five. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. We had like an episode <laughs> into like three episodes, I think. Yeah, because we were gonna do like 
we were going to do one episode, but then it morphed into like two episodes because it was like, there's no way this has gone too long. Yeah, because I think because I think it was like, oh, I think it was like the best and the worst. Like we did, like we did one that we liked the most, and then we did like a worst one, and then we got like stuck on course like DC and, and talking about how they were like the worst ones. Because I think it was about like of the last decade when everyone was doing their last decade thing. Yeah, I think yeah, it was you're around right, yeah. that. I think it was around that. So yeah, because we we had some interesting picks in there. Yeah, <laughs> Jong. What about you? Any particular um, highlights? Or whatnot? There's there, there's been a few over the years. I think the first time I met David, it was at the studio. Um, it was at the, the crappy small studio. Um, but uh, uh, the the fifteen sixty studio, which I oh, guess yeah. is now ninety two five, whatever it is. Um, wait, that's not even, is it ninety two five? I don't know. Yeah, no, but it, it is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but no, like the first time I met him, and I say this with the most um, most utmost respect, and um, and I love this about him. <laughs> that was the easiest. Uh, you know, when you have guests on, you don't know where it's going to go. Like you don't know how, what you know. Me and you, we're and and all four of us now, where we're comfortable uh, doing a podcast together. We just kind of know how some, you know their personality is and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But like when you do a podcast for the first time with somebody, it's just like, you have to prepare like for the worst, right? You have to prepare for you doing most of the talking. But with David, it was like, we're talking Batman versus Superman. I think Dawn of justice. (laughs) And I would say something and he would go on for about five minutes. (laughs) And, and I say that with, and I say that, I, I, that's what I like about him is like he has so much detail and knowledge about like just I, and I think of the four of us, I assume he reads the most comics, right? I mean, me, me and you, Michael, I don't think read as much as David. Jennifer, you read as much as David. I do not read comics. At okay, all. yeah. So, so I think I think like I was like, oh man, like this guy reads the comics, and I was like. But he likes Batman over Superman. <laughs> I, I think I think that's one of my most uh, memorable moments is like doing the first one with him, and obviously doing the first one with uh, Jennifer. I think I remember where I was. I, th- I was in Michael's studio, um, and I think Michael was on vacation or something. Yeah. But uh, those those two things first, um, and then I think uh, one of our other highlights. I, I now at the time, at the time, this was a very good get. And over the years, it's oh. come out that he is a very weird, uh, weird, weird human being. Oh, Jeremy, know, yeah. but, but interviewing Jeremy Conrad for the first time was, I think for us, it was like, oh man, like, this is a, this is an insider. He, you know, he has a, he has a big following and like, it was like, man, like he knows a bunch of stuff about Marvel, DC and, and, and Star Wars and all that. And we were talking to him and I was like, man, this is fantastic. We even put it on YouTube. And then. I think like a year or two later, it comes out that he's a, he's a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, now we're just kind of like distancing ourselves from the guy, but no, but like at the time, at the time, I thought that was very cool. Um, and obviously I think um, this year and last year's uh, comic Palooza, where I think, you know, like doing the podcast is awesome, but like after the podcast where people come up and actually talk to you and they want and they have the genuine, genuine, genuine interest, same interest of like this is like oh man like uh, how would you guys rank the the shows I would rank it blah 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 like that 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 was fun man like that that kind of stuff is is fun just kind of hanging out and just like um, the podcast itself is fun but like just 
you know, they they're genuinely there to watch you. And even there was a few people that said, hey, we're going to check you out now. And like they, you know, they probably saw like, oh, they're going to be talking about Moon Knight. I'm very interested in DC. I'm not DC, Disney Plus their shows they sit down and like for the most of for the most part all of them stick stuck around for the for, for 45 minutes and i was like man this is awesome I, like that that's the kind of stuff that kind of stands out for me step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus yeah i don't yeah like with the moon Knight uh podcast that we did at comic blues i don't remember anybody really like the group that we had pretty much was the group that was there um, yeah. which was which was really cool um oh and and shout out to andrew cruz of cruising podcast he's been a co-host of this podcast a couple of times Mm -hmm. and he was in in the audience that was my first time meeting him in person so and he came out to the uh panel on sunday as well so shout out to yeah shout out out to andrew yeah i mean like moments like that like i still remember the low-key panel like where it was just standing room it was just wild to see like that many people um come through and, and take part in the podcast and and listen and enjoy what we were talking about. And yeah, like the moments where it's just kind of us talking, I think like that's been like some of the most rewarding things for me. Cause for me being like a super introvert, like the, that having these moments where I can just kind of talk about the stuff that I enjoy with, whether it's you guys or with people that we end up meeting via the podcast, like that's been awesome for me. And it's really helped me, I think, grow as a, like a, I guess podcaster and just audio in in general, like it's just helped me a lot. So I, I, I think that's been such a rewarding part of the podcast, I guess. Yeah. I will say that like, like, you know, whenever you do this, you don't really like, you never get to see people's reaction to what you're saying because it's all like mm-hmm. online and you kind of just release it. Um, and then like, like whenever, like to get that like instant reaction to what people have said, like, like whenever we like it, like it's resonating. Like if you remember, like Michael, when we were doing the the panel at the end, like the save the MCU panel, when that mm-hmm. lady, like I had said, I forgot what I had said, but the lady was like, "Yes, Queen, speak," and I was like, "Thank you." Like like <laughs> someone else feels the same way that uh, you know that I feel about this. You know, it's kind of like we all have our own personal opinions, but like whenever someone validates your opinion because it's their opinion too, you know what I mean? Like it feels you feel like you're building something more than just you screaming into the void, you know. Yeah. I also, I high fived you after that. You I did. Just to, yeah, I just want to point that out. I was like, "Hey, high five!" Um, <laughs> but and then too, like we were talking about, like in terms of instant like reaction to stuff, like the Stephanie Phillips panel that we did. I was like unsure how that was gonna go. Yeah. And 
like right off the bat, she was like into it, I think. And she was like, yeah. we were like she, all she had three full complete answers. Like it wasn't yeah. like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh huh. It was like, she it, had full answers. She was, she had full answers and she was joking with us too. Like it was really yeah. like, like, like I'll, I'll you, like you were saying, John, you just never know when you have people like guest on the podcast or you're interviewing people. Like you think you have an idea of what they may do, but sometimes they just, like rags morales was a different like a whole different energy it was it was good but it was just a whole different energy to that panel but like mm-hmm. the stephanie phillips one was like the crowd was involved i say crowd the the audience the group of the <laughs> audience that was there it's 300 people no it wasn't 300 yeah. people uh, but like the group <laughs> that was there was really engaged and and like that like having those instant reactions um yeah, it was just so cool to have that because yeah, you, once you po- post a podcast, it's like I think people enjoy. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, someone I will listen to this one day. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, moments like that have been just really cool uh, to to kind of look back on, and then just uh, like I said, you know, we're talking about comic blues as well, like being able to be part of that and be a a credentialed person and getting to like my first experience with comic palooza was via the podcast so having these opportunities would have i don't think i would have ever had these otherwise without the podcast so mm. yeah, it's, yeah it's awesome it's awesome well comic palooza also gives people a chance to like actively choose to partake in your content like mm-hmm. like when you post it online people can like passively listen to it like while they do other stuff but like with Comic Palooza, there's so much to do and so much to see that like you have to plan out a schedule, right? Like you have to choose what you do and what you listen to. And with Comic Palooza, like all the people that were like at the podcast recordings and all the people that were at the panels, like they actively chose to go to this thing to listen to these specific people talk, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind I, of like comic- good. Good. Oh no! I was just gonna say, Comic Palooza got me to do my first reel, so that was yeah, cool. you did. <laughs> it got you on the social media train. I was trying to be a social media guy. <laughs> yeah, like it gave you, but it got you content to like push out there and be like, "Look, this is what I do," you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely did. Um, yeah, it's, it's so cool. Any, any like particular Jong? Any particular things that you that you hope to do or like to see in the maybe coming year or future with the podcast? Um, I mean, like, I think I would like to, I, I mean, for, for you guys, like just because I know um, having a kid is, is very time consuming, but um, it is but just, what I would have never thought it <laughs> shocking. No, but just for you guys, like, I think like um, having an opportunity to, not to say like the, 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 uh, the panels that you've hosted before are, not as good but like just maybe one of the uh bigger ones like i i think we hopefully get to a point where you guys are um or us as a as a podcast is is big enough to host the big ones like i, I think that'd be kind of cool that would be really yeah. cool what about you jennifer I, like mine's kind of like the same thing uh quick really close to what jong just said like i think like i mean i want to travel but i also want someone to pay for it too Uh, like someone else besides me so like i feel like if these like if we start like branching out to like other look i mean i mean there are local cons like everywhere you know so i feel like if we start branching out to like other local cons and like 
because that also just increases the reach of this podcast to not just me as a person and you as a person, but like, I think it, it increases the reach of the podcast. We get to travel a bit. And I think kind of like what Stephanie Phillips has said during her panel, she was like, comic cons are a, a place for me to meet my friends because like we all work from home or like they all work in different places that like comic cons are a place where she gets to see those people that she works with, works with all the time, but they don't ever get to see each other in person. So I feel like, like even this comic con for me, cause like, I don't know about you guys, but I got like, you know, how like whenever you're just in line waiting for something, but like some stranger always just like starts talking to you and you just ha- start having a full on conversation and you just met this person five minutes ago. Like mm-hmm. that always happens to me at comic cons. And I feel like if we, like, if we went to more of this, I think that like our network and then our reach just becomes bigger. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The networking is a big part of it. And it's, it's like, as I've gotten more into the podcast, I realize like how important that is and, mm-hmm. and, and possible collaborations and, and things like that in the future. And just having like, well, like the, the moment where we were just on the podcast panel with other podcasters, I thought was really cool. Like, I, you yeah. know, for them to include us in something like that. Um, I don't know how we would have all four of us fit on that panel, but, um, <laughs> but it was still like, I mean, it was really, really cool to have. We had to fight for mics like already that. as it was. Yeah. Yeah. There was not enough mics. I will say there was not enough mics, but it worked. Is- it, it was fine. It, it, it worked out. Uh, it was interesting, but it worked out. <laughs> yeah, we should we should pitch the Dallas Comic Con and be like, well, bring us to your Comic Con. I will. I will say, Jong and I, uh, who, we did try to go to San Diego Comic Con that one year. We got approved. We, yeah, we I remember that. Yeah, yeah, we, we did get credentialed. You just didn't yeah. want to pay for us. Sucks. <laughs> no, <laughs> you got to start, start with ones close enough. To where it's not like breaking the wallet, breaking the bank. Go when big or go home, late. though. Go big yeah. or go home. True, true. <laughs> Any other final thoughts on Comic Palooza or, or the podcast in general? Happy five years to us, by the way. Yay, happy five-year anniversary. I you can't believe it's been five years. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I can't believe it either. <laughs> uh, the time passes by real fast. And, you know, it's, uh, it's one of the things where I can sit back relax and just yeah it's it's basically shooting the shit with michael you know it's just i I like it it's it's been a nice uh five years and uh, hopefully the next five years go by just as smoothly and quickly uh i mean i don't want to get there but i'm just like you know that's it doesn't feel like five years and and that's kind of like how i like my relationships and stuff like that even shows man like shows where you're watching and you're like man i can't believe it's been six years already and six seasons and it's been that good to where it's like i'm not dreading <laughs> dreading it right you know so it's like it's uh, something to look forward to every week right yeah and obviously our schedule has changed a lot we were doing two a week for a long time which wow yeah and <laughs> that well, and, and then most of it was in person and yeah was, yeah it it it, it yeah Life happens, changes, people quit, that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Last year was uh, the most like I, – towards the fall, I think, of last year was really like hit or miss for us in terms of podcasting just because, you know, obviously you had the birth of your baby, Jong, and, and then I I was having medical stuff with my family. So it was just like hit or miss, but now we've gotten back into a rhythm, and now this Monday release schedule works out, I think. Yeah, Definitely. Jennifer, were you going to say something? Um, 
No, I was just gonna like I was just like kind of like thinking back again like to when you asked me the first time to do the podcast, and I remember being like, "Oh no, I don't think I can do this." And then like I just <laughs> I said yes just because like you and I were friends, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to let him down." Um, and I like talking about this stuff anyway, but like I would have never thought like five years ago or like maybe like what came like what four years ago. Yeah, but, like, saying yes to this one thing for a friend led to me going to Comic Palooza as, like, with, like, with a press badge and, like, you know, moderating or being on, like, three panels. You know what I mean? Like, I would have never thought that. So just saying yes to something small led to something much bigger. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Try not to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, it's been such a blast. I can't – Jennifer, I can't thank you enough for, for being part of the podcast. David, if he was here – I would I would say this to him, but he's not, so he saw he suck it. Yes, yeah, yeah, suck it, David. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and then Jong, like like you said, I just I enjoy talking to you about the stuff. It's like the stuff that we enjoy, and it's just I don't know. It's just fun to talk about this stuff. I it's fun to watch it, and it was just fun to talk about it. So I I, I enjoy I enjoy that, and just hope we get to do more of that. And and we'll see with Comic Palooza next year what we do. Uh, hopefully more. Jennifer, you have to leave us now. Remind the people where they can follow you and all your content. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at that Jen Chang. That's Jen with one N. Awesome. You should. Everyone should go follow Jennifer. Jennifer, thank you so much for jumping on our remembering and San Diego Comic Con episode. Yay! Comic Con. We have a series on Disney Plus. This is very special. It is going to be an 18 episode first series, uh, first season. 18 episodes. Daredevil Born Again. Jong, so we're recording this after all the Marvel stuff came out from the Marvel Studios Hall H panel at San Diego Comic Con. And oh my God. (laughs) I mean, I expected a lot. I didn't expect that much. It, it was a lot. Uh, it's um, basically laid out the entire um, next two phases, uh, and and we got news that Phase Four is apparently coming to an end at the at the end of this year, um, and Phase Five is starting uh, next year, and we got to look at Phase Six. And we got to look at what um, is going to culminate to the multiverse saga. Um, so it's um, yeah, it, it, it was a lot. I expected. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect. <laughs> I, I I did not expect um, all of that. It was uh, it was a lot. I thought we were going to get uh, a look. I mean, we got um, we didn't, but we got to um, look at uh, Ant Man, Quantumania. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, the general public got to look at um, a trailer for um, Black Panther and um, and um, She Hulk. So um, we'll get into um, all of these, but um, yeah, it was uh, it was incredible. It was uh, it was a lot. Um, the only thing that um, the only thing that was rumored that didn't get revealed was the Fantastic Forecast. But I have a sneaky suspicion that they're saving that for D23, which is going to be, again, going to be pretty big, too. So it's uh, yeah, Marvel is uh, back with, in, in a full force. And to all those people that said <laughs> Marvel has no direction and was like, oh, here it is. This is uh, this is the next. It's not 10 years. 
it's just the next three years and like it's i mean not it's not it's not even the entire three years too it um it, it, it 2025 and six are kind of like there's a lot of blank uh dates and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah it's um but yeah dude, he we got a full look at phase five and we got a partial look at phase six so um yeah it's it's a lot it was a lot it was it was a lot and i just didn't expect like i mean i, I expected them to announce stuff but i like i guess one of the big surprises was i didn't expect to see avengers secret wars be part of the announcements i just thought that's something that we're gonna take a while to build to but that's in 2025 that's only three years away like that just feels so quick to me yeah and the biggest thing they have going for it is that um they're going to um the reason why is because they have the disney plus stuff right and and they're going to um release um more and more in, in theaters too so um, I mean, compared to what they did at the beginning of phase one and two, where we got one to two and then eventually three Marvel uh, movies a year. And now we have Disney Plus where you can release four um, projects in a year. Um, so, yeah, like um, all of this is going to build up to, um, you know, um, Kang, 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 was it the was Kang's Dynasty? King. King Dynasty, yeah, and then and then it's going to be Secret War. So it's um, yeah. I mean, Jonathan Majors was there, and he's obviously very very excited. We met he who remains in Loki. This is a bit of a different variant, one that fans are very 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 highly anticipating. Tell me about this guy. <laughs> there will be conquering. <laughs> Um, Paul Rudd is there. That Ant Man movie is gonna be something, man. That Ant Man movie is a mini. That that Ant Man movie is gonna be like Civil War. It's right. a it's a mini Avengers movie. Um, in this two three phases, or yeah, in these three phases, we're technically gonna get two Avengers movies. But that's gonna be it's gonna be a Avengers two uh, a point five like like what is uh, we're gonna be on Avengers four now, right? Well, well Avengers like, five technically. Yeah. Yeah, technically, if you count Endgame and Infinity War, so you're basically Avengers five point five <laughs> is is what Ant Man is going to be. So yeah, man, like this is a this is um that, that's just going to be a lot. And the other big surprise: eighteen episodes for Daredevil. That's nuts, dude. That's so nuts. I read that so many times. Like, there's no way eighteen episodes. So so this is what I was thinking, man. Like I was like. Kevin Feige really listens to fans and I think he listens to fans, but will do it if it makes sense for them. And he doesn't, you know, obviously he's not going to listen to everything, but like, yeah, he's going to sit there and be like, people fell in love with that Daredevil Netflix show. And when it ended, there were, uh, you were, you had so many people that were very, very truly upset that Daredevil came to an end. And, like the title it says born again 18 episodes and it's like he took the amount of episodes that were on netflix and just cranked it up to 120 (laughs) percent. it's just like he's like you like that we're gonna give you that and more 
And would it surprise me that if he brings back some of the some of the writers for that Daredevil TV show? No, not one bit. He absolutely loves the fans and wants to see them happy. Um, Charlie Cox is back in a big way. Like he's in Echo, he's in She Hulk. He's gonna be. Um, he's gonna be. He has his. He's at the Spider Man TV show. He's gonna voice Daredevil in that. He's gonna be in um, the Daredevil TV show. It's going to be in uh, like a year and a half um, from now. And I will almost bet everything that I own that he's going to show up in the next Spider-Man movie. Like he, 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 Charlie Cox is going to be felt in a big way in these next two phases, almost like with the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, kind of like what you know the 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 holy trinity of uh, phase one, two, and three, you know, with Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor, they're going to pop up in in the in a lot of these places, and so is Charlie Cox apparently. So it's uh, it's it's going to be great, and you know, and we've got the the, the look at the Captain Captain America t- title for that. Um, got an official date for Blade. It's it's it was a lot. It was good. It was great. <laughs> Um, we've got a, a tremendous, beautiful dance for uh, the introduction of Black Panther. Um, yeah, it, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. I, I, uh, you know, in the span of recording the first half and the second half of the podcast, uh, had, we had a family friend over, and so I turned notifications on for I think uh, Charles Murphy, uh, Murphy's Multiverse, to see what was coming through. And my phone just kept lighting up and I was like, you know, I was trying to listen to the family friend, but at the same time I was like kind of looking at my phone, like, and I would catch like daredevil 18 episodes. Oh my God. What the, and then, <laughs> and then it was like, uh, uh, Agatha's new show and it's changed the name. Okay. Oh, uh, Captain America, new world order confirmed. Uh, what? And then <laughs> Thunderbolts and then fantastic four. And then it's just like, God, so nuts what they're, what they're doing. And it just, it's, you know, I, I guess it, going back to the Secret Wars thing, I just didn't expect us to get to that point so, so quickly. I, I guess because, like you said, we are in a different state of the Marvel Studios and MCU where, yeah, the 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 production and the level of content that we were getting in the first bunch of phases took time. But now they're like a machine just churning out. We're getting maybe eight projects a year. If you know, I mean, there's a ton of content that's coming out and, and it's going to move quicker. It just it makes sense to do that. And it's, and it's just a, I wonder how everyone's going to come together and like who's bringing the Avengers together. I guess it would be Nick Fury or I, I'm curious how that's going to be handled and how they grow that uh, from there. You know, like like it was announced Black Panther Wakanda Forever uh, is going to be the end of phase four. And I wonder if in one of the post-credit scenes, we get our first nugget in terms of setting up 
you know, the eventual Kang and secret wars. Like if that's going to be our, our known, like, okay, boom, this is where we're going next for, because this whole stage or phase has been about like introducing characters and getting us more, um, introducing a bunch of these new characters, like a Moon Knight, like a Miss Marvel, like Shang-Chi and getting us, um, familiar with them. So now it's, maybe adding the nuggets to the overarching story, which I mean, I guess they already have with the vast amounts of multiverse type stuff that they've been teasing and all the different product uh, projects. Yeah. And I'm looking through these projects and there are a couple of names that I think bring them together. Dr. Strange is uh, one of the obvious choices. I feel like um, some of the less known obvious choices it it wouldn't it would not I would not mind Loki bringing them together. Um, I mean that it makes sense. Uh, he's dealing with, um, you know, he who he he dealt with he who remains, and now he's going to be dealing with Kang. And the other other one is going to be Scott Lang. I feel like well, Scott's been kind of cooling out. He's been uh, busy at work, uh, ish, <laughs> with a little book. And uh, I don't know what else I'm supposed to say. Those are three good potential, um, I guess, planners for how to defeat Kang. And I mean, Scott Lang's going to deal with Kang. Um, he's going to deal with him right off the bat, right there in Quantumania. Like it's it's going to be him. And 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 I feel like Loki's going to deal with Kang in season two of Loki. So um, you have, I think, you have your uh, groundwork for some of the. Um, leaders of the next Avengers team um, in phase five. I don't know. Blade for Blade and Daredevil. I don't know how much they're going to be involved in secret wars. Like it doesn't, it doesn't scream to me that, Hey, they're going to be taking on Kang. Doesn't it? Like, it's just like, it's just like, it's a different vibe Mm -hmm. to both of those characters. And I don't know where Blade and Daredevil fit into Secret Wars. I mean, yeah, it's. I wonder how big they can go with Secret Wars with the vast amounts of characters that they have, mm-hmm. or alternate versions of characters. You know, maybe those actors appear, but in different ways. You know, like maybe they're not the character that we know from the mainline MCU. Maybe there's something different. Um, you know, who knows where where it goes from there. Also, I assume we're going to get introduced to Dr. Doom soon, sooner rather than later because mm-hmm. of Secret Wars and because of everything that's going on. Uh, do we get Kang and Dr. Doom or is it maybe more of a Kang thing? I, I Like, do they finish Kang with Kang Dynasty? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Well, so, I mean, I've read interesting theories and I think these, I mean, obviously these are just guesses, but... Um the Avengers obviously assemble in King dynasty. And one of the theories that I saw, I think it was from Daniel RPK, but he was just saying, what if, you know, uh, what if he gets defeated in King dynasty, but the ramifications leads to secret wars, like the, the, whatever King, the, 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 the mess King, uh, uh, opens up the bottle of worms that he opens up just leads to secret wars. And you just have an all out, like, battle for the multiverse and uh in in secret wars and 
the reason why the uh the the secret wars title was all black is because it was just uh black and very like minimal is just like the the multiverse the incursions happen and it's just like it's just it's void and, mm-hmm. and i i, I might be reading too much into it but it was just <laughs> like i was like man the, all of these series are gonna be so interesting these next couple of years is gonna be like you know the charlie day connecting the dots and uh, <laughs> always sunny right it's um it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy and as as these projects are released one by one we're gonna the pictures are gonna get clearer and clearer and um but yeah like kang is gonna cause like he is basically i mean not the same character but he's like the joker he just kind of sits there and is like hey let let me see what i can do just to he's an agent of chaos he's just gonna like Mm -hmm. let me see what i can do with this and i'm just gonna create as much havoc as i can and i mean that's what he's gonna do he's gonna be jumping from timeline to timeline i i feel like and just completely destroying um these universes and obviously 616 is gonna be the one where he's gonna get stopped in i i mean I, i would imagine um and the R Avengers are going to have to um, defeat him somehow. And I, and I think they do, but just the, the, um, the results of that, it's going to, I think lead into secret wars, which is going to be pretty awesome. We might mm-hmm. see some of the, um, some of the, uh, some of the old, old X-Men characters in it. And, and, and then like another theory, like somebody was saying, what if this leads? And I think it was Daniel RPK again. He was like, he said, I think he said it was either him or Charles Murphy basically said after Secret Wars, we're going to cover or the multiverse saga. What if the next saga is the Dark Phoenix saga? And I was like, it makes so much sense. And the X-Men, I think mutants probably get introduced in phase six. If they don't, then they're going to, you know, obviously hold them off until after Secret Wars and then just build the mutants off of that but it's man it's just like oh man they have so the playground got so much bigger with these acquisitions and i'm I'm, i just love it it's just it's so awesome and um one last thing and and i think i saw somebody i think one of them retweeted him and basically said well if uh, kamala khan is a mutant from a different universe a different dimension what if mutants what if mutants are from a different dimension and then they get here uh, via secret wars and that's kind of how it happens and not something that, you know, uh, not something that, you know, uh, these 616 humans, they don't mutate, but like the mutation comes from a different universe. And I was like, oh man, that's, that that makes a lot of sense uh, just to explain everything and and you know you're diverging away from comics but yeah i mean we we've been doing that for years and so like i've all, all of that all these theories and stuff this is since the pandemic this is like the the this is the biggest we've we've gotten like you know when the pandemic hit like we got like a couple years of stuff and then bam this this is out the gate this is fantastic this is so this is what they did uh five years ago where it's just like this is where we're gonna go yeah i mean we got the last like big san diego comic-con thing what was it 2019 where they dropped a lot of stuff including blade and mahershala ali 
but this one was like the return to form for sure because they announced so much. They lay. I did not expect them to lay out both Phase Five and Phase Six to the to the for the most part. But we're going to come to the conclusion of this multiverse saga by the only six years from uh, from Avengers Endgame. It's just just so so wild. I mean, plus there was confirmations of like Modok. He's in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Uh, High Evolutionary is appearing in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Who the actor from Peacemaker? I, I forget his name. Came out in the High Evolutionary costume <laughs> at the at the place. Uh, just so much like interesting like little nuggets of information as well plus we're getting stature uh you know cassie lang is stature in in ant-man and 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 the wasp quantumania we're getting man obviously it's official now with namar being introduced in the mcu with wakanda forever riri williams we saw her beginning her building of her suit in that trailer as well like there's just so much vincent d'onofrio's back as kingpin for the daredevil show and i wonder if the the also part of the amount of episodes has to deal with maybe they bring back some of the street level uh defenders i.e luke cage and jessica jones maybe that's part of why it's such a larger series order um, or maybe they, it's just how they're approaching it in terms of genre. So I don't, man, <laughs> there's just, there's just so much to, oh, uh, Gamora leading the Ravengers as well in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And we see, uh, I saw a screenshot of Baby Rocket at some point, which will be a big part of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume mm-hmm. 3. Yeah. And um, in Phase 6, they have three dates they have Fantastic Four for November 2024. They have um, Kang Dynasty. Man, when I saw these, I was like, we don't have to wait a year for the Avengers sequels? Yeah. Like, this is, I was like, yes, May 2nd, 2025. And then the sequel to that, Secret Wars, November 7th, 2025. Now, I don't. I, we can't. I, I I cannot begin to guess any of these, but before um, before Fantastic Four, there's a fall 2024 date. I would imagine that is some sort of Disney Plus show, maybe leading into Fantastic Four, maybe. And then there's another fall 2024. I would I would imagine we might get like one series in August and one in like November December. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we got a winter 2024. I mean, 2024 and a winter 2025. Uh, maybe, maybe it's like August, October, December, February, <laughs> and then we got a spring 2025, another spring 2025, and then we got the Avengers uh, King Dynasty in 2020 uh, May 2025. Then we have a summer 2025, another summer 2025. In a November seventh, twenty twenty five, we had, the phase six is just laid out at the beginning, and I'm sure Kevin Feige has like rough drafts of where he wants these things to go. But those are always subject to change. But man, I'm so excited! 
I believe what did he tease like eight unannounced projects that, yeah. that they have. So, and I, and I wonder where, like, I couldn't help but think like, especially coming off our, our talk earlier in the podcast about like Moon Knight and Miss Marvel, where do those characters fit in? Uh, do those characters, are some of those dates reserved for a season two of those shows or Shang-Chi, a sequel to Shang-Chi is that, reserved for one of those dates you know what i mean like where do some of these sequels that we expect to get where do they fit in with the multiversal multiverse saga yeah do we get a wanda maximoff movie in in the yeah. spring date of 2025 um i mean yeah do we get shang chi in a, a, a late summer 2025 it's it's um yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome, man. Like, um, well, I mean, we're just kind of like, you know, it's just a now it's just a wait and see game, and just um, it's hard to kind of like be like, uh, you know, the, as these movies get closer and closer to release, we're gonna be able to obviously be able to enjoy these movies, um, but right now it's just like you have this big picture. You're just like you're very excited about where they're gonna end up, and um, and I I need to tell myself that hey, we let's enjoy these projects very slowly and individually but right now i'm geeking out about where we're going to be going yeah same there's just so many places to go the next thing for us i mean we have i am groot which is going to be a fun little series but the next next thing we have is she hulk which is coming out in like three or four weeks um which that new trailer looked good i mean the animation still like i don't know it's still a little off to me in some yeah. spots but but I, i'm willing to just let me just see it once it's once it's out and see where it goes it it's introducing a lot in terms of introducing more and more superhumans entering the mix and i wonder if that's going to tie in at all with possibly a mutant angle or is there something else at play yeah and uh we're gonna get our first um uh first uh wall breaking uh in uh, in the mcu with uh jennifer walters which by the way i mean like i know daredevil is known for the, that but uh she did it first uh in in the comics so um but yeah we're gonna get that and then um that daredevil didn't even get a date yet i mean they're not daredevil Dare, um, deadpool. deadpool deadpool i meant deadpool daredevil doesn't break the third wall, <laughs> uh, fourth wall but uh deadpool deadpool doesn't have a date up there either so um we're we're gonna get uh you know deadpool's gonna be there but uh yeah and like she hulk um is gonna, gonna be coming uh relatively very i mean very soon so it's gonna be less than a month so um but yeah it's uh yeah that that that's gonna be very excited uh i'll be very excited to see that um and then we got black panther in november which the trailer I, it there's a lot going on in that trailer it doesn't seem to me that we're going to get the new Black Panther until the very end. For the most part, it looks like a country without a king, but it has its, its queen who's temporarily going to be ruling. And um, I mean, I don't know anybody else better to be in that leading. I mean, I think they I, I forget who said this, but they all said somebody was interviewed and they said, there's no lead person for this movie. It's Chadwick Boseman was was the lead. We're leaving at that. We're all we're basically an ensemble cast and lead. It, but Angela Bassett looks good in that chair. Like yeah, Angela Bassett, like she she looks and feels and sounds like a queen of a country. She was. I mean, her her 
I mean, there's not much in terms of uh, dialogue in the trailer. It's very much more images and the song in the background, uh, which, God, well done on the song choice. Again, that was such a good one. Um, but it, it it definitely, like, she just oozed. I mean, like, the emotion on that, on that bit of dialogue that we did get was just uh, stellar. It was just so stellar to to hear her and and this approach i think it's an interesting approach um being an ensemble which and i understand it um is i wonder who is that that's taking up the the black panther armor at the very end is that shuri is that you know i it, uh, that was my main guess is it's either shuri or nakia uh based off the trailer but i mean i don't know we'll see yeah, and then I think the other person that is on that list could be Umbaku. I think those are probably the three, yeah. the three favorites to be the next Black Panther. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's gonna be it, it's gonna be emotional. Um, there, you're probably gonna see people. It's gonna be one of those things where we got like people passing out in Infinity War. And uh, we're and with this one, you're gonna have people in tears, and um, it's uh, it, it's I I think Ryan Coogler is gonna do a good job of um, basically commemorating this movie to Chadwick Boseman, and um, it's uh, I mean he had the, his mural on the uh, in Wakanda, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's they're basically gonna be mourning, and they're gonna get invaded by Namor, so. It's it's going to turn sour very, very quickly. And I think it's going to be a very, very good movie. I, I, um, I, I, I'm not in, I, I think I'm in the minority in this. And I, I think in terms of just a movie, I thought Black Panther was okay. But I, I know what it did culturally is much, much better, much, much more than what it, did on screen but th- this has the potential to be a much better movie and with with Chadwick Boseman pass- passing I think um that this is going to be much more not impactful as uh culturally but this is uh in terms of like just the the sheer emotion behind everything I think it's going to be more impactful yeah the emotion of it is I mean that that trailer almost had me in tears based off the with the way they did the music and the just the the showcasing of the images it seems like there's a I don't know if it's a if that's a funeral procession or or what is what's going on in in the trailer there but it just just oozing all sorts of feels with that one and I I think that I think that opening weekend is going to be a big one to for sure. I mean, I, I just can't imagine it otherwise. Um, yeah. And they did, you know, obviously, like you said, they, they have the mural to kind of honor him. And, and I mean, I'm sure all throughout, we'll see different ways that they'll honor Chadwick throughout the film. So yeah, it's, and then you got Neymar showing up and oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, uh, I don't, I don't care if your King died. I'm, I'm here to, basically made make my um presence felt for the greatest what, what did he say what did he call it the greatest uh country or something in the world so mm-hmm. 
uh, it's just like, oh man, just chills. Namor's such a dick in the comics. He's such an asshole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's just like, you know, it's just like, oh, this guy. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, he, I mean, I mean, there are runs where he, you know, is part of the Illuminati and, but he's such a, he's such an asshole. He's a dick. He's like, um, I don't want to throw any names out there, but he's, he's just like, oh, this guy is just like, that's the, the, when you read him and then you, I'm sure we're going to see this in the, in the comic and in the, in the movie, but he has a certain verbato of verbato about him. Yeah. And I think we'll see that on display. I love the shot of, uh, I think it's him coming out of the water from, and the, and the cameras behind him. It's just, oh, it's so, it's so good. It's so cool. Can't wait for that. I uh, can't wait for a lot of these projects. I mean, there's there's still so many and, and so many nuggets. But, I mean, any final thoughts on on this MCU wealth of information that we got? Um, I mean, the other stuff that was shown, I think um, the, uh, there was a Guardians clip that was shown. But I think James Gunn basically said that we're not going to see that. Uh, the public's not going to see that for a very long time or if ever. Um, but uh, Chris uh, Chris Pratt very emotional on stage after watching that clip, um, and I think the only other thing that the um, the one of the things that was up on the uh, what uh, I think Ant Man Quantum Mania and, and the Wasp Quantum Mania we got a very quick glimpse of that the people there, but it, the we were the public obviously didn't see that either. But um, but yeah, those were the only two that I think that had. Um, additional footage that we never got uh got to so yeah it's um very exciting man like uh i'm 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 so stoked to see <laughs> where next year next year is gonna be big i mean we say that every year but next year is gonna be big yeah next year is gonna be insane i think i i'm guessing we'll get that first trailer for ant-man quantumania ant-man and the wasp quantumania I assume around Black Panther, so around November or so mm-hmm. is when I'll get our first look because that's the first one out the gate, February, I believe, next year, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So February seventeenth. Yep. Yep. So man, we're 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 coming in with a ton. Of, we didn't even talk about Thunderbolts. I I just thought about that. We didn't even talk about Thunderbolts. We we mentioned Captain America. Like, there's just oh my god, there's there's so much. Um, and, but I do think the glaring omission was Deadpool. I was surprised we did not get any. Because I think we all know it's coming, so I'm just surprised we didn't get a confirmation that, yep, it's in the works. I read an interesting um, synopsis, not synopsis specifically. Oh, and before we move on to Deadpool, um, the synopsis for Ant-Man and the Wasp is apparently um, uh, what's called Scott Lang becomes like a celebrity. And he kind of <laughs> like uh, he kind of like leaves behind his daughter and, and Hope. And I think that's kind of like where we pick up with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, but anyway, with Deadpool, I read something interesting. I, f- I forget who said this, but um, oh, I think it was um, I think it was uh, up to task on Twitter. Um, but he was basically saying, what if what if Deadpool leans into Deadpool kills the multiverse? Um, and I'm like, OK. And and it's one of those things where he goes around to other multiverses just killing off like uh, the Fox, uh, the Fox <laughs> X-Men, um, uh, you know, like stuff like that. And then the final person that he has to battle is Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. I was like, <laughs> you know what? That, that'd be, that'd be so up Deadpool's alley. And that could lead into uh, the multiverse saga, like the, 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 the climax of the multiverse saga where you have <laughs> Deadpool joining in 
um, King Dynasty towards the end, and he's just like, "What is going on?" He's like, "This guy's doing what I'm doing." It's like I can see him going, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I would love that so much. I, I I'm curious to see how he gets involved in into all of this because you know he is. It's just a matter of when at this point, and maybe that's something more with D23. But I did think, especially after Deadpool one and two and Logan hit disney plus this past friday i thought you know maybe that's our signal to something deadpool related getting getting confirmation of something mm-hmm. so that's probably my biggest like omission of hmm i wonder where that's fitting in mm-hmm. well you want to talk about the small small pan, uh, reveal of dc <laughs> oh yeah we can't talk about that uh there wasn't too like I was telling you before we started recording. Uh, there wasn't too much outside. We got a Shazam two trailer, Fury Which of the I Gods. Thought, yeah, I thought that was I, I thought that was fantastic. That was yeah, good. it's good. I liked yeah. it too. I, I we got confirmation that Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu are daughters of Atlas and are the villains of the film. Also, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel Zeg- Ziegler Zegler is. Uh, another daughter of Atlas. I don't know that she's a villain necessarily, though. I think Lucy Liu. Yeah, she didn't look like one. She didn't look like it. So I think it's more Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren. Um, But yeah, uh, Shazam or Billy Batson trying to be a hero, but sucking at it, I guess, and Mm -hmm. learning his way, and especially with his family. The Fast and Furious joke. Well done, sir. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) it's all about family. I said family. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That was great. I, I'm I'm excited for, for Shazam Fury of the Gods. I think that's going to be a fun, just a fun movie. Like the first one was fun. It hits you with the emotional feels. Uh, Billy Batson's mom looking at you, mean, terrible woman. Um, but like, yeah, it's going to, it's going to be a fun like ride, I think. And it, it the trailer showcased that the whole Shazam family's back. They're a lot older because it's been a while, but hey, it's back and uh, it looks good. I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, and then, of course, Black Adam uh, was a big part of that. Uh, the Rock showed up in the suit, uh, had a whole lightning and smoke display thing going. And uh, we got a new trailer for that with a short one, like a minute, minute and a half, something like that. Um, I still don't know. I still I still don't know about that one. It, it it was a better put together trailer than the first one. The first one had some weird jokes that didn't land. Um, this one it was a little bit more serious, and, and I think you're gonna have to. T- they're bad. The bad jokes are gonna be in the movie. They're not gonna remove them. But this <laughs> is, I think, this is how you're supposed. You should handle Black Adam. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was it, it, the the DC panel was. Okay, it was like okay, like we get we're giving you two two things, and we're like, all right, all right, that's that's fine. Like you know, there's certain other companies that didn't come out and just like lay out a bunch of stuff, and then you're just like, okay, DC is fine, and then you're like, oh, Marvel's probably gonna do something, you know, like not two things, but probably like four or five different things, and then they hit you with that, and you're and then you look back at DC and you're like, the fuck. <laughs> 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 um, uh, but. Yeah, the the glaring thing is the omission of Aquaman and the Flash for DC. Yeah, um, they, they 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 did release a um, a Sandman trailer, 
um, which I think is getting on Netflix. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, like is 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 the rock show. Everybody in the audience uh, got a free ticket to go see Black Adam, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, I think cool. they did something cool with the lanyards. The um, the rock basically on command lit all the lanyards up. That was according to some reports. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a fine panel. I think again with their stuff, they're probably going to save a lot of it for um, uh, what's it called? Um, DC, DC Fandom. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I think is the last two years was in October. Was that, is that my, am I right? I think one year was in August and maybe the last one was in October. Okay, so okay. It, it should be, you know, coming up if they're, I guess they're doing another one. I haven't heard otherwise. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I would imagine that they're going to, sh- uh, they're going to share, um, a lot of their, um, uh, a lot of their stuff there. And I'm looking at an article that they have yet to announce the DC fandom for 2022. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, I thought it was, it was okay. You got the big star there with the rock. Um, I think everybody was waiting for Henry Cavill to show up. That never happened. Um, so it's, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it was, it was fine. I, I, I mean, if Marvel wasn't there and the DC showed up with that, I would have been like, oh, all right, that's, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, I mean, Lord of the Rings gave us one trailer. House of Dragon gave us a trailer. I mean, that wasn't that, that was it. Right. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, Marvel, Marvel, it's a, it's a beast on its own. So, um, but yeah, it's uh DC, I thought did a good job with what they had working with and obviously for some i mean they didn't want to address the two big elephants in the room with amber heard and uh, ezra miller so yeah that was i mean that's where we are i mean if they didn't have those things going with them then um you would have probably gotten aquaman footage and you probably would have gotten uh, another flash trailer yeah i didn't even think about aquaman like where was that at i'm surprised they didn't showcase aquaman at all I yeah. I can see maybe why you probably don't put a spotlight on Flash right now, um, but but Aquaman, you know, that's one of your big tent poles. I would imagine you would want to focus on that in in some way. So that's a that's a bit of a surprise. Um, but yeah, they maybe they are saving it for for DC Fandom and and whenever that comes about again, uh, I guess we just have these two these two are the main things that we're looking forward to, I guess, in terms of DC stuff coming up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's fine. It was solid. I think they took more time with the cast and everything. I think the, one of the more interesting things to come out of it was uh, Amanda Waller is working with the justice society of America, I guess. And yeah. she, Amanda Waller, Viola, Viola Davis will be back uh, in black Adam in, in some capacity and we're going to see more just the society of America moving forward, which is, which is interesting. I thought that was uh, probably one of the more interesting bits of news that we got from the panel yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, uh, uh, it was just, a, it was a fine, you know, fine uh, appearance by DC. I, I have, I have no, um, I have no uh, qualms about what they did. So, but yeah, just just Marvel just blew everybody's doors away. I I wonder if the new ownership is like we got to get to that point, and they're like looking at ways. You know, I'm sure they're looking at ways to like we got to do something with DC to get it back mm-hmm. to a level where where we want it to be, where it could mm-hmm. be. Oh, um, 
before we finish, I just saw I'm I'm looking at this on Twitter. One of the big um underrated things that came out of Marvel was Jonathan Hickman's back. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, they just teased it. Marvel Entertainment teased it with the with the graphic that says what happens when the powers that be uh, that be meet, meet the natural order of things. Hickman, sh- uh, I cannot pronounce this. Shati, 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 twenty twenty three. I'm like, oh, okay, he's back. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's that. I forgot about that. That's really cool that he's back. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday of uh, comic. Uh, comic-con was um i mean marvel did most of the heavy lifting but it was uh it was good it was good it was yeah it was really good there was wealth of stuff oh one last thing on dc that story about henry cavill coming out really i think put a damper on things going into it because you had people expecting henry cavill then and then obviously that wasn't going to happen that's and then still did not announce anything involving Superman to have, or just Henry Cavill in general, in general, because we know what a good Superman he could be. And to still have that man on the sidelines is just, uh, that's, that sucks. That, that well, and, sucks. The, and when the rock was like playing around and was like, Oh, he, there somebody asked him who's stronger, black Adam, or who would in a, want to fight black Adam or Superman. He was like, Depends on who's playing Superman. I'm like, yeah. That's a great question, Luke. Don't threaten me with a good time because I'm going to answer that question right now. I think, um, well, I, I will say, as you guys know, because we're all in deep with this mythology, and it's been the age-old question of who would win a fight, in a fight between Black Adam and Superman. Uh, pound for pound, they're pretty close. Um, I, I guess it probably all depends on who's playing Superman. I will just say that. <laughs> I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. I will okay. leave it at that. And um, we'll just go to that one. Come on. <laughs> yeah, kind of teased towards it. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, well, if, I guess you're, I, I guess, well, hopefully you know, I mean, hopefully you know something that we we don't. So, I mean, I mean, obviously you know something we don't, but hopefully it's good news. Right. Yeah. Hopefully it's, it's a, it's a good bit of news. And maybe that's another thing that's saved for DC fandom. So I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Oh, I mean, I, I think if anything, he should have, uh, if they were going to do something, he should have done it virtually. Just have him pull up on the big, big screen and say, live from England, here's Henry Cavill, here's the next Superman. And then boom. He yeah. Shows up. That would have, that would have erupted the, the Hall H. Oh yeah. That now that would have, yeah. Blown the doors off of things. I, th- I think what they showed was good, but yeah, if you wanted to blow the doors and roof off that, Henry Cavill back as Superman would have been the big thing. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it. There's there's probably still more stuff that we're forgetting about or, or we'll discuss next time. But yeah, that brings us to the, the end of issue 440 of Comic Cast. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for celebrating our five-year anniversary with us. And, and I can't thank you all enough for listening to us each and every week. Uh, hopefully we can entertain as best we can and react to a lot of this news like you guys as fans. So thank you all so much for tuning in. You can always follow us on social media. I'm at producer Mike nine, seven, five. I am at one punch and we'll catch you guys for issue 441 next week. See ya.